And joining me right now live and direct is Mr. Jim Fetzer. How are you, sir? Oh, great, Michael. And it's always a pleasure to be with you on these shows. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I really enjoy them. You're such a wonderful host. Well, thank you, my friend. And, you know, you are such a wonderful guest. You know, I have to be honest with you, Jim, and tell you right away that, you know, without you, this show would not have become as popular as it has. And mostly that's due to you. You know, you did help build this program. Well, I'm really I'm really tickled to hear that, Michael, because in my opinion, you deserve a large audience. I believe so, too. But anywho, Jim, we're not going to talk about me here tonight. We are here for you. And, Jim, it's always a honor and pleasure to have you here on the program and jim there's so much going on around the world i i I think there will be no shortage here tonight on topics as usual well you got that michael i think that uh this trump indictment thing is backfiring massively actually his lead has grown since the indictment uh uh, it's fairly staggering he stretched his lead in the bolt up 38 points over DeSantis and at least 57 points on the rest of the field. He's actually got support from uh, Republican primary voters, 61%. That's 38% over DeSantis at 23. Then Tim Scott, Pence, rest of the field have no better than four. It shows that his base is sticking with him and even picking up support from others. His messaging is catching on with likely Republican primary voters, too. Uh, Just 26% want their nominee to be someone unlike Trump, while the an overwhelming majority, 74%, want their nominee to be like Trump. And needless to add, Michael, no one can be more like Trump than than Trump. Trump. Right. Yes, it seems like the Republican Party already has decided what they want. And a a large part of the uh, public seems to want Trump back. Despite what the media is saying, you know, you can't really trust the mainstream media, as you already know that, uh, obviously, Jim. A lot of people want Trump. I want Trump, to be honest. And again, I... I got to be honest, I've always been, you know, very skeptical of one Donald J. Trump. But when I compare him to the other people out there, that's enough. You well, know, there's really nothing to say after that. And of course, Trump is declaring, I mean, this is part of the reason I think we're growing. So you're going to continue to grow. Now that the seal is broken, in addition to closing the border and removing all the criminal elements that have illegally invaded our country, making America energy independent, even dominant again, and immediately ending the war between Russia and Ukraine, I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the USA, Joe Biden, the entire Biden crime family, and all others involved with the destruction of our election borders and country itself. Michael, that is a magnificent statement. Oh, yes. It is. As far as the weakness of the indictment is concerned, uh, the Judicial Watch, President Tom Fitton has done a very surgical dissection. A judge ought to throw out the indictment against former President Trump. He has observed 
that he's carefully reviewed the indictment by his political opponents, uh, the Biden Justice Department, many of whom are, many of us referring to it now, of course, as the Injustice Department or the Just Us Department, concluded that if justice prevails, this indictment won't survive scrutiny by honest constitutionalist judges and will be thrown out. Fitt noted that his organization has almost three decades of experience litigating federal and presidential record issues and wrote the indictment. And this now is a quote from Tom Fitton. Dishonestly ignores the U.S. Constitution, the Presidential Records Act, legal precedent, and the DOJ archivist's previous position that White House records a president takes with him when he leaves the White House are presumptively personal and not subject to review by partisan Biden appointees at DOJ or archives. Let me re repeat that, that the DOJ and the archives have previously asserted that White House records a president takes with him when he leaves the White House are presumptively personal and not subject to review by partisan Biden appointees at DOJ or archives. I mean, Michael, that's just stunning. It really is. It really is. And those are a lot of um, 37 counts, by the way. That's yeah, kind of a all, lot. They're all quite ridiculous. Um, it seems like it is. Rather ridiculous. And... They're, they're, yeah, they're trying to play on the Foreign Espionage right. Act, especially in relation to this thing about plans to attack Iran. But actually, it was on the order of a memorandum Trump had written to himself about the chiefs having drawn up a plan to attack Iran, which he himself, Donald Trump, opposed. And by the way, my dear friend and colleague Kevin Barrett has been so affected by his review of the indictment and that Trump was opposed to attacking Iran that he has now become at least a tentative supporter of Trump, whereas in the past he'd been adamantly opposed. That's true. I remember talking to him about that. He was not a Trump supporter whatsoever. Very striking. Right. And of course, and of course, we have the FBI document about the Burisma exact paying Biden five mil. Now, I'm not under I'm not certain, but I suspect it may be Tony Bobolinsky, who is a Biden family financial officer, who is the source of these this document. But the fact that it's gained so much attention is very, very significant. It's dated June 30th, 2020, based on an FBI interview with what the agency described as a highly credible confidential source, which talked about meetings they had had with a top exec at Burisma over several years, in 2015 and 2016 especially. The form, this is a FBI FD1023 form, doesn't, of course, in itself declare the information is true, but the informant is among the highest paid informants and has worked with the agency since 2010. A Burisma exec, according to the doc, asked the FBI source, who's a business professional, again, I think this is going to be Tony Bobolinsky, for advice on getting U.S. oil rights and becoming involved with an American oil company the confidential source said he asked the executive why he did not simply ask Hunter Biden for advice since he was mm -hmm. on the Burisma board. And the Burisma exec said it was because Hunter was dumb. 
in my car. I don't think there's any room or argument there. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. The FBI source said he suggested that Burisma exec pay the Bidens 50000 each uh, to move things along. And then Burisma exec explained that actually it wasn't just 50 it was $5 million. Five mil five million dollars for one Biden, uh, five million for the other Biden that Burisma exec said. Another source described the payment as a retainer for the Bidens who work on several issues, including the Shokin probe. You remember Joe, even before the Council on Foreign Relations, boasted how he'd had the Ukrainian top prosecutor as investigating Burisma fired by threatening to withhold a billion in foreign aid. If he were not, and, you know, he was boasting about that. I mean, it was such a corrupt act. I was really astonished that he would be so brazen. Uh, the Burisma exec told the FBI source that he paid the Bidens through so many different bank accounts that anyone investigating the case wouldn't be able to unravel this for at least 10 years. Now, Michael, you may know Biden just had a terrible uh, experience here uh, where he was being questioned about corruption, whether he were corrupt. And Biden said, where's the money? You know, it's supposed to be humorous along with where's the beef, except that, you know, when the, when the Marisma exec has explained that he put it in so many different accounts that would have trouble finding it. This is just arrogant in the extreme. Arrogant in the extreme. It really is. And I still say that President Biden is the worst president we've ever had. Oh, Easily. there's no question about it. It's not even close. Yeah, it's pretty sad. It's, it's quite embarrassing, really. And, you know, I've never defended uh, Joe whatsoever. You know, I, I used to make fun of him when he was around... Uh, Obama back in the day, uh, during all that sort of uh, his tenure there, that was pretty sad. And, uh, you know, it's worse that he actually became the president. I never thought I'd see the day. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, what an absurd choice. It really is. It's just ridiculous that this guy should be the president of the United States. Give us a break. Oh, yeah. And, so you know, there's an awful lot of polling, by the way. 70% of Americans don't want Biden in 2024. And here's another follow-up poll. Do you agree? The choices are yes, we do not need him. No, we need him. And would you believe no, we need him got 2% of the vote. And yes, we do not need him 98%. <laughs> that's with nearly 30,000 votes. That's now, true. Of course, that's unscientific, Michael. But I think it's an appropriate indication of where things stand with this scumbucket who's pretending to be president of the United States. Even Obama was a better president, I would have to argue, than one Joe Biden. Though there are a lot of us who believe uh, by, this is actually Obama's third term that he is pulling the strings Some you know, say behind that, yes. the scene. He was once interviewed, you know, and asked whether he'd like to serve a third term. And he said, no, actually not. But if he were behind the scene pulling the strings, right. he'd like that. And I believe that's exactly what we've got. Well, they're you, they're mostly almost the same people, that administration that uh, was behind Obama. They're now, you know, working with Biden. So, you know, he's not that far off from uh, that, from that actually um, occurring. So who really knows? Obviously, Joe Biden is not in control of anything. Yes. We yes. know that by, yeah, that's a fact. 
And of course, you know, the whole Hunter Biden laptop uh, scandal, you know, for a long time, everybody was uh, denying it. Even my very liberal friends were saying to me, oh, Michael, that's just Russian disinfo. I, I think that's hilarious. They're not singing that tune anymore, obviously. You're, they were claiming. Yeah, they were claiming that it was Russian disinfo, <laughs> that it was all nonsense, that these photos were manipulated digitally. Of course, they were photoshopped to make Hunter look like the scum of the earth but he had no um problems doing that himself obviously that's that's fairly astonishing that anyone would not have uh recognized and they're uh, out there though jim the, the, the profound corruption of this guy i mean absolutely right. staggering oh well well one of my Congressional heroes, Marjorie Taylor Greene, has been dumbfounded. She can't get her colleagues excited about impeaching Biden when the evidence is so massive. She put out a tweet. Burisma saw hiring Hunter Biden as a way to make their problems vanish. Then Hunter and the big guy, he's got $5 million in their bank accounts. When any high-ranking U.S. official receives a bribe, our Constitution spells out very clearly they must be impeached. Now, What's interesting about this situation is, of course, she's absolutely correct. I mean, bribery is specifically mentioned along with high crimes and misdemeanors, you know, treason, sure. bribery, or other high crimes or misdemeanors. Bribery is specifically mentioned in the Constitution. So you might ask, well, why would her fellow Republicans be showing a lack of enthusiasm for impeachment? And I think, Michael, there are multiple reasons. One is, He's such a weak, dislike candidate. I mean, look at those poll numbers. Seventy percent don't want him. That if he actually were to become the Democrat nominee, it would be spell almost certain defeat as long as we can keep track of the Dominion voting machines, the drop boxes, all those other methods of theft. And I think the, the Democrats are worried that they're going to be watched like a hawk. Number two, if they were to impeach, that would move up Kamala. And that she is such an airhead. I mean, I don't think I've ever witnessed a more incompetent, absolutely daffy figure in high position in the American government than Kamala Harris. And number three, it precludes what I believe the Democrats have in mind, moving in Gavin Newsom. They want him to be their standard bearer for Ooh. 2024. I so hope what, not. By, by, by not pursuing impeachment, they're leaving the Democrats in a hell of a pickle, Michael. Oh, yes. And Gavin Newsom, that, you know, I, I am embarrassed that we, you know, have this guy out here in California. And of course, you know, he was once married to uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Married, yeah. Kimberly's pretty sharp cookie, right? she's yeah she was a lawyer at one time so she's not a dumb woman whatsoever you know she's obviously rather intelligent um but yeah at one time she was married to gavin newsom back uh back in uh i think they first got married in 2001 and i wow. think divorced in 2006 or 9 if i recall no yeah 2006 she divorced him wow yeah it's pretty wild and it is it is it is and rumor has it and i know this is going to sound you know a little 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 crazy here but at one time you know kimberly guilfoyle was you know interested in going out with the dawn at one time she was trying to make her bid and um you know it's now now she's married to uh you know the son which is a little weird yeah 
It is. It's it a little is. strange. It's a little that strange. Is. But that I mean, is. That it's. That is. That is. I agree. I, I, it's a little weird, but it's not as weird, though. And again, let's be fair here. You know, Hunter Biden, let's, you know, what he did with the brothers. Oh, man. You know, I mean, that that family's all screwed up, Jim. Hunter's grotesque. And he, look, more and more of the content of the laptop yes, is going to come out. And, uh, it, there's video there of him cavorting with the two Obama girls. I've and of seen course, that. They're not actually the biological offspring because two men cannot have children, no right. matter what the Democrats may want you to believe. Right, right. It, and let me say, by the way, just on this occasion, this film, uh, What is a Woman, Michael, is wonderful. I've, wonderful. I've seen short clips of that, so it's worth watching the whole thing. Oh, oh, Michael, it's a masterpiece. It, this guy is so low-key, and he just treats the whole business so objectively and gives both sides the opportunity to have their say. It is devastating. Is this by Matt Walsh? Dev devastating, Michael. It's, uh, I can't encourage people enough to watch it. Uh, I, I regard that film uh, just as important to contemporary American culture as Stanley Kubrick's masterpiece, which wow. I regard as the most important film ever made, Dr. Strangelove, is to world history post-World War II. I, I, I really think it's a, it's a cultural critique masterpiece. It's a high what, praise. What is, yeah, yeah. Every, everyone's got to watch it. Ooh. I mean, it's absolutely okay. awesome. Well, I will watch it, no doubt. I've been wanting to watch it, but I wasn't sure if it was worth my time. But since, it is. since you're saying that, yeah. And absolutely 100% worth your time. I even think you I'm might in. want to watch it twice. Oh, wow. Well, I'm definitely that, interested. That, just to reinforce, there's a lot of tweets like this one from. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And wokeness. Hunter Biden, zero indictments. The big guy, zero indictments. The Clinton, zero indictments. Epstein's client, zero indictments. Anthony Fauci, zero indictment. DC inside traders, zero indictment. Iraq war criminals, zero indictments. COVID criminals, zero indictments. I mean, that's rather telling. Well, when you <laughs> are in this position, Jim, you don't do time. You know, you're kind of above the law now. That's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. Oh, it really is. It's crazy, it's, uh, you know, especially with all the information we had on Jeffrey Epstein and, you know, no one's gone to jail for doing yes. uh, their act, their involvement. Yes. In it. it makes me, yeah. yeah, you know, it makes me think that obviously um, Jeffrey Epstein was a Mossad agent, whether he was uh, willing or unwilling, he was still part of that network. Mike Adams has a very nice piece now. I think this is his most recent Drunk with power. Uh oh, how, how the Biden regime and globalists aim to take everything you have, including your health, money, guns, land, home rights, and even children. Let, let me share this, Michael. Yeah, go it, ahead. It, it's concise and very chock full of insight. 
communism is based on the end game of creating a classless society where everyone is dirt poor except for the ruling elite who control all wealth and property. Under totalitarian rule, as we're experiencing right now in America with a Biden regime, political dissidents are silenced through censorship, imprisonment, and death. Also common under socialist communist rule is religious persecution, as we see happening to Christians in America now, as the new cancel culture and perverted woke mentality tries to erase all family values, ethics, morals, and belief in God. Anyone who criticizes, challenges, or opposes the CCP-led regime in Washington, D.C. is considered to be an enemy of the state, a domestic terrorist, and a white supremacist mega-extremist. Did you vote for Trump? You must be a domestic terrorist who hates all immigrants, according to the lunatic Democrats inside the D.C. Beltway. This is all part of a plan to replace the middle class in America with illegal immigrants who will replace the workforce, rely 100% on the government for support, and vote for more free stuff offered by the Democrats, forever ensuring a one-party system that rules by dictatorship. The pandemic has ushered in a tsunami of health catastrophes like nothing ever seen before in this country. The vaccine holocaust has not only taken countless lives, but has wrecked the health of even more. The pandemic helped the current fake president and his cabal take over Washington, D.C., ushering in a new era of injustice, where the FBI, DOJ, and CDC are the ultimate criminals looking to wipe out all opposition for good. If you are a patriot who owns land and guns, you are the ultimate enemy of the Communist Party, the Democrats. Yikes. That means, that, that means you have power and wealth, which belongs to them. If you run your own business, you are now an enemy of the state because you do not rely on the government for handouts, funding, paychecks, food, or health care. Most likely, that is why all of mainstream media and social media try to shut down, censor, and bankrupt all independent businesses, because they are competition for the ruling class. If you do not support transgenderism and grooming children for perverted lifestyles, then you're also an enemy of the state, because the ruling class believes they own your children, just as they believe they own you, your land, your business, and what's left of your medical rights. The Democrats in D.C. are part of a child trafficking syndicate, that even the Wall Street Journal has recently documented called Pizzagate. This is one key reason the Biden regime keeps the borders wide open to illegal immigration. It makes it easier to kidnap children and turns them into slaves, prostitutes, and tranny gimps. Michael, let me add, kill them for organ harvesting. I'm telling you, that's happening on a massive scale. The FBI works under this corruption umbrella and that is why they will not prosecute the Democrats for these atrocities. It's also why during and after every mash... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, 
so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Shooting. The Democrats talk about gun control. Because as long as millions of law-abiding citizens have guns, the communists can't take over. That is why the peaceful protesters from January 6th are held illegally in prison and abused as a deterrent for anyone else who challenges the D.C. cabal of freaks and perverts. Remember, socialism is just the introduction to communism. It's just like the foreword of a book. The real endgame is to eliminate the middle class in America by killing us, starving us, taking our guns, seizing our property, kidnapping our children, and setting fire to the Constitution once and for all. Stand up and be heard. Oh my. Fight for your inherent rights as a U.S. patriot and a citizen. Protect your homelands, gun, and children. Yum. Eat local and organic food. Use natural memories and natural medicine. We must put an end to the tyranny that disguises itself as government. For the government officials are the true domestic terrorists who are all drunk with power. I think he's got it right, Michael. I think he's got it right. I have to agree. You know, I don't disagree at all, especially with what's going on, the trafficking of children. And, you know, it, it's funny you say that. Just the other day I was doing a show and there's this whistleblower by the name of uh, Tori Smith who allegedly was murdered for exposing Mike Pence. And I have some audio here really quickly just to show you, uh, Jim, as an example here. Let me play that here for you. Hello, my name is Tori Smith, and I would like to do a MyLab child trafficking update for the specific day of 29th November 2015. Because Dick Cheney murdered 46 children, personally murdered each 46 of these children on this day. There are There's a major child trafficking operation going on uh, and it's owned by the Bush family and operated by DARPA and the CIA. And it's been a great moneymaker for DARPA because if you like to rape four-year-old girls, all you have to do is pay uh, DARPA $43,000 and then they will allow you to rape a child. They do a huge amount of human experiments. I've personally been abducted to 14 out of 41 locations and they never expected me to live to be able to tell you what I've witnessed. I share and report what I have seen, what I know to be true, and I ask people to do their own research, and I also ask people to ask Mother and Father God in Heaven to close down this child trafficking operation. So this gentleman claimed that Mike Pence was involved in raping and killing uh, children, and then shortly after he was murdered, uh, Jim. This, this guy, the source we just heard, what yes. has been killed? Right, he's now dead. That's pretty damn disturbing. It really uh, is. Let, 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 let me say I have been reflecting on, you know, the, the, the flood of migrants. As I'm sure you know, yes, sir. Michael, the, the government, non-law enforcement, non-defense related agencies like yes. the Food and Drug Administration, Social Security Administration have purchased $4 billion worth of military arms. Now, now, many have observed how many crossing the border are young, fit, military age. Of course, they don't have arms. But it appears the government has caches of arms around the country. They've, of course, now been provided with cell phones, which will enable them to be directed where they can obtain those arms and coordinate and communicate. I'm very worried we're seeing the formation of uh, an army that's going to attack the United States internally. 
But I'm also convinced now the reason they want to take our guns, the reason for January 6th, think about it. January 6th, I believe, was introduced to publicize the concept of domestic terrorists. Now, if you're worried about an armed American because of the Second Amendment, we have more guns, by far more armed citizens than any other nation has ever possessed in world history. It would be very good if you could target to take out the groups that are most organized and likely to initiate a defense of the nation militarily, which would include the militias, the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys. If you work your way down the list, you come to Trump supporters, mega voters, even, even moms who want to get this transgenderism out of school. So I think. What's going on here, Michael, is that they anticipate declaring martial law, and under martial law, domestic terrorists can be rounded up and executed summarily. I believe that's what's going to take place. I believe that is the plan. I tweeted about it, my Twitter account, at Jim Fetzer, YJ6, to introduce a category of domestic terrorists, which now includes oath keepers, militias, conservatives, strong supporters, even parents. Why? Because under martial law, domestic terrorists can be tried and shot. That's why they want our guns. And I cite a film made in 1991 entitled The Czechist about what happened, the reign of terror that followed the Bolshevik Revolution when counter-revolutionaries or persons who weren't sufficiently enthusiastic about the revolution were simply lined up and shot. I mean, they had no more trial than their names being read in a declaration convicted, declaration to the wall, declaration be shot. I mean, that was all there was to it, Michael. I'm now convinced that's what's going on here. Yeah. And if everyone needs to watch this film, The Checkist. I mean, I'm telling you, it will sober you up. Ooh. I'll definitely watch it. And Jim, I got to be honest with you. When you were talking about gun control here, honestly, I must say, I am surprised it hasn't happened. The way everything's unfolding here in America, the whole gay agenda that's being plagued down America right now. You know, we first saw it in the early 2000s, what Hollywood was planning on doing, even though they've been doing it forever. It just seemed like in the early, late 2000s, they started really ramping up that agenda, the whole gay agenda. And again, no offense to any of the gay listeners out there. We love you. Truly, I do. I mean, no hate in my heart for the gays out there. But when it's forced down your throat like this, no pun intended, Jim, it, it's yep. a little too it's a little too damn much. Oh, it is. It's like it enough is, is enough. It's like, come on. There's there's bigger worries in the world. Yet yeah, this is like the main focus for everyone, including our very own Joe Biden. And uh, furthermore, there was this uh, lady I was just telling you about. Well, I, I say that uh, in quotations, a lady. It was a topless trans TikTok influencer, uh, inf influencer by the name of Rose Montoya, I believe. And uh, this lady. She posed topless at Biden's White House Pride celebration. Of course, next to him is a biological female, also topless. And, you know, she had her breast removed surgically. But the trans woman obviously got breast implants. And Jim, 
Um, it's a strange sort of sight to to behold, seeing the White Michael, House like this that. Is, this is a revolting development. I mean, you're really how disgusting can you get? Uh, the 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 Biden admin doesn't care anything about any laws, any rules. They've even put a pride flag up on the centerpiece in violation of right. the laws about how the American flag is to be displayed. Yeah, what happened? This 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 idea of having a a trans woman there with fake breasts right. could come back to haunt him because it's true of Michelle Obama. She is Michelle a man Obama. with breast implants and a huge shaving bill. I have documented this again and again and again, Michael. And there was a recent, this Ellen DeGeneres, when M Michelle got on and danced oh, yes. at Ellen DeGeneres, and it was obvious that she had a package that most women do not have. <laughs> right. Went virtually viral on Twitter. I mean, everyone could tell. I mean, that was a swinging dick. It was. I mean, how bad is that? Michelle Obama is a man. That's yeah. what I'm led to believe. And of course, her name is Michael, which is Michael what I. Michael born Michael Levon Robinson. Yeah. Right. My God. Ooh, it's all rather disgusting and rather disturbing to see this actually going on. Uh, but again, I'm not shocked or surprised and what happened though to this country where we are sort of allowing this to go on the whole sort of sexual thing i don't i don't remember anyone throwing a straight pride flag out there i, I just feel it's kind of it's pretty useless i mean the whole rainbow thing sort of means like a very dark and sexual thing in my opinion yeah, it, yes. it does. And it's like, but do we really need that in an office? I mean, we're here, you know, in an office to, you know, sort of do our work. We don't really need to be celebrating sexual things. I mean, if, if that's the case, then we should just start uh, posting up, you know, like topless women everywhere and, you know, porn everywhere. I mean, is that what we're going to be led to do, though, Jim? Is that where we're coming to? That's that's a part of a Marxist cultural revolution is to destroy the historical identity and the moral foundations of the culture. And when Mike said everyone is supposed to be equal, being equally poor, equally dependent on yeah. the government. Yeah. I think, you know, <sighs> allowing, basically legalizing shoplifting as has been done in california yeah it's true is a giant step in that direction and it's catching on all over the place you know maintaining civilized society is a delicate balance michael and it requires dedication to law enforcement and prosecution of criminals and once you cease once you let up by allowing crimes to be committed and, and, and treating them with impunity, you have let the genie out of the bottle, the toothpaste out of the tube. Oh, yeah. There's going to be no going back. I mean, it, it, it's going to be almost impossible to restore law and order and civilization to the United States. But, but the one guy, the one guy who could do it, in my opinion, is this guy they're demonizing and let me let me add further thoughts, by the way, about the enticement, because yes, I think it's got yeah. three three primary purposes. Uh, the 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 very first is it was done the same day that the House Oversight Committee announced that they had this document showing that the Bidens had received five million bribes apiece. So there's the obvious the obvious distraction. 
Second of all, Rachel Maddow gave it away here. Get this. She went on with Lawrence O'Donnell, and she speculated that he could uh, maybe work out a political solution to this criminal charge, 37 grossly exaggerated charges. I mean, we've already reviewed that it has no merit. Tom Fitton was is devastating on this. Suggesting justice might consider a deal that would involve Trump leaving the 2024 race. In other words, if he'll agree not to run for president again, then they'll drop the charges, which I think is the reason, you know, perhaps the most important reason for the Democrats to undertake this at this time. I mean, it is many others have commented on how inappropriate this is. Alan Dershowitz has been excellent and outspoken, and he's among our nation's leading constitutional experts. That is really unprecedented. And unless there's some smoking gun evidence, and it's obvious there is not, then it's totally inappropriate and wrong and abusive and an interference with the election of 2024. But Michael, I think there's a third reason, which is this. We're in dire straits with all the migrants pouring across the border. We need leadership right now. And in my opinion, Donald Trump is the figure who could provide that leadership. But if they got him embroiled in all this legal nonsense, I don't think he's in much of a position to exercise that leadership. So in a way, it's a triple play. And in my opinion, it's devastatingly bad for the country to have this great American, and I'm not implying he's flawless. I've been very critical of some of Trump's moves, especially in relation to Israel. Right, right. Taking out Soleimani was an act of perfidy of an absolutely unforgivable character. But the question is, in terms of practicality, is there anyone in the country who has loyalty and dedication of enough Americans that it could make a difference? It could provide the leadership. The answer is categorically yes. One man, Donald J. Trump. Well, I'm pulling for him. And, you know, I've been highly critical of the man myself for years now. But even in this time, I have appreciated what he did for this country. And that is the fact that he bought his time from what we have today. Yes. Yeah. So I can, you know, I I can, I see the bigger picture now, and it's again, it's not like I voted against him or anything like that, uh, which I didn't. But furthermore, subpoenaed financial records show that from 2015 to 2017, Biden family members, Hunter Biden, James Biden, Hallie Biden, and, and another unknown Biden, and their companies collected and received 1.3 million. By the way, Jim. Yeah, it pays to be a Biden. All I'm saying is I wish I was a Biden to receive some of that money that they got from a Chinese company. (laughs) Yeah, nice thought. Oh, yeah. The fact is, this guy is uh, the corruption here is absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning. It really is. I mean, again, I, I can't believe this is going on. Uh, Jim, what's uh, at all? You know, this is crazy. And also, you know, we have Putin out there uh, kicking up some more uh, crazy claims. Well, at least his people are. A Russian state TV host has warned that if the Ukraine war escalates to a nuclear phase, the Kremlin will strike the U.S. with nuclear weapons. That's what one of these uh, TV guys have uh, been saying out there lately. And, you know, a lot of people are starting to believe it. 
We hear this oh. all the time, though. I mean, there's always a threat of a nuclear strike uh, on America. That's oh, Russia. Russia's you know. made it very clear, Michael, that if uh, nukes are used at all, I mean, it could be tactical. And uh, I'm worried that they regard the depleted uranium weapons, the anti-tank weapons that the UK has provided, with a uh, an allotment of which they've already destroyed could qualify as sufficient because when Russia replies, it's going to be all out massive. They're not going to do any little piddling tactical nuke thing, Michael. They're going to go out all out. And it turns out that they have Putin has been telegraphing that America cannot come through this unscathed by having Russian subs on both the east and the west coast perform dramatic maneuvers, you know, uh, uh, to make their presence well known. And it turns out when American ships try to track them, they're unsuccessful. In other words, they have the uh, stealth capability. And he's showing them on both uh, coasts. And there is absolutely no question whatsoever that America cannot protect itself from these submarine-launched missiles. And I just hope there's a sufficient sanity prevailing in the West. But in all honesty, Michael, I don't see it. We seem to have a lot of knuckleheads involved, even being led by the Poles who are declaring they're eager to join Ukraine bringing to mind a whole lot of Polish jokes in the past that you thought maybe were <laughs> ridiculous, but appear to have a foundation in fact, as does most humor and sarcasm. Right, yes. I agree, I agree. And uh, Jim, we are sort of winding down here. You know, I, I appreciate you spending some time here with us. And, you know, I had another story here. I had no idea if you had even came across this, but it's by our friend Paul McCartney. Who's go, go ahead. They, he was saying that AI um, was used for one of these albums that they made, sort of to clean up John Lennon's voice on the last Beatles record. Uh, yeah, they, AI was used. Tell me exactly. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what Beatles singer Paul McCartney told the BBC that artificial intelligence was used to sort of um, like clean up the vocals for former bandmate John Lennon. From an old recording, I guess the vocals now are set to feature on an upcoming track. So, you know, they, they basically just use it to clean up sort of the, the vocals for, um, for um, what's his name there? John. So it's, it's uh, I guess what they're saying is it's AI um, is not so bad, according to McCartney here. Well, it's a tool. You know, it's like a hammer's not so bad sure. unless you're being pounded over the head with it. <laughs> exactly. AI can, can be used, I mean, for all traditional purposes, like, you know, sorting records on a massive scale virtually instantaneously. But there are all kinds of generally AI is envisioned as going beyond ordinary computational processes to simulate human behavior. And while um, my own philosophical research establishes you cannot turn an inanimate thing, a classic von Neumann machine, into a thinking thing, the approach that's being taken here by the World Economic Forum and others is to make human beings into more robotic-like entities. So I think that's where the great threat comes from, manipulating our thoughts and feelings such that when we hear from Klaus Schwab, that it's 2035, you own nothing, and you're happier than you've ever been. You, those those feelings of happiness don't derive from owning no possessions, no car, no home, no furnishings, no entertainment, et cetera, whatever. 
they derive because your thoughts and feelings are no longer your own. They've been induced to you using uh, AI, right. uh, uh, you know, graphene oxide interface between the brain and uh, electromagnetic sources. Right. Uh, I mean, the, th the threat is enormous. And, and as you well know, uh, this Paul McCartney isn't the real guy. Uh, this isn't James Paul McCartney, who was the original founder of the Beatles. This is a guy who replaced him, who introduces William Shepard, one and only Billy Shepard and Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album. Uh, a long story, but I have, uh, and others, uh, documented this so thoroughly, there's really no room for doubt. I think this is a PR stunt, therefore. Yeah, Paul McCartney suggesting maybe AI ain't so bad. Right. That's another thing I was going to say. I don't think that's the real Paul McCartney. And, of course, you mentioned um, the whole brain-computer interface, basically. And that's kind of pretty much what Elon Musk is doing with Neuralink. Again, that's another red flag, in my opinion. You should never want to put this chip in your brain. That's how they will fully control you, as you were alluding to right now, Jim. Yes, yes. Well, Michael, listen, it's just joyful to be back oh, yes, on with sir. you again, and I look forward to our next. Oh, yes, we have yes. so much so, to so much, So much is happening so fast. It's indispensable to do our best to keep the public informed of what we perceive as the key issues and how we might go about dealing with them. But I'm terribly concerned, and I have to reiterate my way of closing. If you want to understand January 6th, you want to understand what's going on here, once they declare martial law, anyone classified as a domestic terrorist, and it's going to include all the militias, all the leadership groups, Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, mega supporters, Trump voters, ordinary parents who object to transgenderism are going to be vilified, rounded up as domestic terrorists and summarily executed. I mean, it, it, it's going to be a terror, the likes of which Americans have never contemplated. And I say, one and all, if you have any doubt, let me invite your attention to a brilliant film of 1991 about what happened in the Soviet Union following the Bolshevik Revolution. The Czechist, absolutely stunning. This, I am convinced, is what they have in mind for America. My goodness. Once again, Jim, thank you so much for um, this this um intel here and we really appreciate your work no doubt and please go to jameshfetzer.org for more information once again jim thank you so much for being a part of the program we'll do it again on the other side my friend you got it michael thanks so much and there he goes boys and girls that was the professor james h fetzer that's jameshfetzer.org go and check out his website and ladies and gentlemen, this is something I didn't want to say during the show, during the interview. He has a major surgery coming up. We shall be praying for the man out here. Even though I'm not religious, I will still pray for the guy. I have all the respect in the world for Jim, and I consider him a friend, first and foremost. I hope he's okay, and I know he will be okay as a great surgeon, and I know Jim is a fighter, in my honest opinion. And it won't be the last time you hear Mr. James Fetzer here on this program. And remember, if you want more content, please go to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon, and that is where gold falls from the sky. Ah yes, you got it. I gotta get out of here. Once again, boys and girls, stay safe no matter where you are. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, mahalo.